Like Jesus Podcast, episode 56. This is Like Jesus Podcast, and I'm your host, Olu Sabanjo. I am a recovering people pleaser that wants to be like Jesus. And this is the show where I tell you about my journey to purposeful living and share the amazing stories of other great people with you. The aim is that as you listen, you will also begin your journey towards engaging God's purpose for you and start to impact many around you with the uniqueness that God has put in you. So let's get started. Welcome to Like Jesus Podcast. This is Oluso Banjo. Um, I'm very glad that you're here with me again today. And today I have a very special guest on the show with me. Recently, I started, you know, seeing a trend in my personal story, and I discovered that people-pleasing, approval craziness was a major hindrance that, you know, I've had to struggle with and, you know, a major thing that God has set me free from. And that's when I decided to do some series on breaking limits and, you know, mindset changes and, and all that. And so while I was, you know, looking out, for you know other people that might have done some work on this topic i stumbled on on this wonderful podcast uh you know by um my guest today and and i'm going to link that um uh, podcast that i listened to to the show notes of this episode and uh barb her name is barb raveling and uh she's She's, you know, a person that I'm getting to know, and she's someone that loves the Lord. She became a Christian about 46 years ago, but really didn't start gaining victory over her bad habits until she started renewing her mind 18 years ago. Barb blogs about breaking free from strongholds and growing closer to God on her website, barbraveling.com. That's B A R B. R-A-V-E-L-I-N-G.com. She, she and her husband have been married for about 35 years and they have four adult children. In her spare time, in their spare time, uh, they like to, to camp, hike, backpack, ski, re, you know, read, hang out with family and friends. And she has written about five books. And many of those books have to do with renewing your mind and, uh, you know, building habits that, you know, will bring you more fruits in your walk with the Lord. And uh, she's she's here with me. And I want to, you know, especially welcome you, Barb, into the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Olu. I'm excited to be here. Very good. Thank you. Um, so I'd like you to tell us a little bit more about you. Um, I see that you like uh, hiking, backpacking and skiing. Tell us a little bit about, you know, all those fun things that you like to do. I know you live in the mountains. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, we live live right in the mountains. So we can go out and hike and be up in the mountains, the wilderness lake in a couple hours. So that's really nice. It's something we grew up doing with our children, and now our kids are all out of the house, and Scott and I still like to do those sorts of things. Just a nice way to relax and enjoy God, enjoy nature, and you know, enjoy each other and friends we do it with. That's amazing. That's amazing. So about how often would you say you, you do that? Like, I, I see uh, you know, a theme of outdoors there. Do you do that once a week, or... Is it more than that? We try to get out once a week if we can, but okay, 
we don't as much in the winter. We can cross-country ski, but it takes um, an hour to drive to where we usually cross-country ski. So we don't get as much out in the winter. Mm. But in the summer, yeah, I would say we hike at least once or twice a week. And then uh, sometimes we'll go to like southern Utah in the spring, go hiking down there to the national parks. We have a lot of great national parks here to hike in. Okay, okay. Amazing. And uh, in the national parks, do, do they have like animals or just the, the, par- the park? Oh, it depends on the parks. Yeah, some of them, like around here in Montana, they have grizzly bears, so that's a little scary. But, um, yeah, Utah, they don't have too much. Little lizards, nothing that's going to eat you up. That's good. That's good. So be safe out there, please. (laughs) I try to. Very good. Very good. So, um, you, you, you know, just before the recording, you were telling me that, you know, you do this, uh, blogging and podcasting and writing right now, you do it free, um, full time. And, uh, you also mentioned how when your kids were younger, you homeschooled them and all that. This is homeschooling is something that I've considered. And, you know, because of my lifestyle, my family uh, being missionaries, sometimes we're here, sometimes we're there. I've considered uh, and we're considering uh, homeschooling the children at some point. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? How did you decide to homeschool and and uh and now that they're, you know, out of the house, how, how is that for you? Well, we actually decided to homeschool because our oldest one was reading like chapter books by the time he was supposed to go to kindergarten. So we thought he'd be kind of bored there. Yeah. And we had friends, a lot of friends homeschooled. And it just seemed kind of interesting. It seemed to be what would be best for the kids. So we started it and they really liked it and we just kept going and it was hard at times, especially when the kids were young, but I'm really thankful we, st- we stuck with it and, and did, you know, homeschooled to the end. It was worth it. Well worth it. But you know, it is a, a bit of a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I can imagine a huge, not a, I don't even think I, I would call it a bit of a sacrifice. I think it's a major sacrifice because there's so much you want to do, but then you're <laughs> the mom and the teacher and, uh, you know, this chauffeur and you're everything, you know, it's, uh, it's, it takes a lot of grace to do that. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, blogging now is, uh, something that you've been doing and, uh, how did you decide on what topic to, um, to share on your website? How did you decide on, you know, renewing your mind, uh, series? And I see also that you do, uh, a few, I mean, a lot of Bible study, uh, guides. Uh, how, how did you get to, into that? Well, I first started writing because um, God had taught me some things and I wanted to sh- share those things. So I didn't really want to be a writer. I just wanted to be able to help people outside my valley and I knew I'd have to write to do that. Mm-hmm. And he first taught me, you know, how to truth journal. That was uh, back, let's see, about 18 years ago. Mm. And for the first three years, I just spent a lot of time with God, renewing my mind. He helped me figure out a lot of things. And, you know, of course, the Bible, too. I got really interested in the Bible after a few years of being born with the Bible as a Christian, mm. because I was interested in taking off the lies and putting on the truth. And, of course, I wanted to read the Bible to get all the truth out of it. Mm. So God changed my life in so many ways through the discipline of truth journaling that I wanted to start helping other people. So I started teaching some local Bible studies on truth journaling and, well, not really Bible study, but, you know, to local women's groups. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they were interested, 
they thought it sounded really cool, but nobody took the time to do it. Mm. So I thought to myself, because I really wanted to be able to help people, you know, develop that habit. Mm. And so in a way, I started writing about weight loss as kind of a backdoor to get people in, to get closer to God, to grow their relationship with God. Because I knew that was something a lot of people wanted to do. Mm. A lot of Christians want to do is lose weight. Mm. And, you know, I have struggled with that and I have been overweight before. So I knew that this was something that, you know, God could change us through truth drilling. So I started working on that in my own life. And I thought, I'll write a Bible study on weight loss because then when people see how valuable truth journaling and renewing your mind can be for weight loss, then it will automatically help people grow closer to God and then they can use in other areas of what of life. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that is what happened. I get a lot of people write to me and say, I grew a lot closer to God through your Bible study. Mm-hmm. And then I just started writing on topics that God was working on in my own life. So mm-hmm. of course, weight loss was one of those and insecurity, procrastination, mm-hmm negative emotions. Mm-hmm. The first area you started working on was resentment. That's when I first started truth chilling about. So I think it just kind of grew into the habits and emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a undisciplined person by nature, like indulgent, want to have fun. So I get lots, lots of practice. I'm working on those habits with God in my own life. Mm. And then I write about those habits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I find that, you know, it's, it's just beautiful to, to hear all that because I, I, I think that, you know, many of us believers have issues in the area and we, you know, in the area of um, our minds, just letting the mind go anywhere. And we, we may not even notice that it's, it's gone. You know, you just realize that you're, you know, some negative emotion just comes up and, and you're not sure how you got there and all that. And, uh, you know, it's it's really amazing to see how God has helped you, uh, you know, with the weight loss and, and how you were able to get other people to follow on, along, you know, on the on the plan. And uh, but the as you were talking, what what came to my mind is I wanted to have an idea of where the truth journaling started. How did that start for you? Were you, was it that somebody introduced it to you? Was it that you just discovered one day that, you know, this was helping me? Um, You know, how, how was, how did you get to that point of realizing that I really need to renew my mind? And if I journal the truth as I'm getting them, I would, you know, it would help. How did you get there? Well, my husband and I were in a Bible study with another couple, friends of ours, and we each said, okay, let's each of us pick one thing to work on in our lives, one of our faults that hurts our marriage. And I chose to work on my fault of being critical. I had a critical spirit and I was resenting my husband. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to start this think positive project. So every time I have a negative thought, about my husband, I'll write it down and then I'll put a thought, positive thought down next to it and then I'll think positive. Mm. Well, I only, so I went out and bought a journal and I only did that for about, I'd say a week or two weeks at the most before I realized a lot of my negative thoughts weren't just negative, they were actually lies. Mm. So I started replacing lies with truth and I called it truth journaling. Mm. And I made the commitment to renew my mind every time I was annoyed with my husband. Mm. And in two months, God just radically changed my attitude towards him. So I wasn't just like 
you know, super duper annoyed with him anymore. Mm. <laughs> um, he just kind of, I mean, it, I couldn't believe how much that he had changed me. And so I just kept doing it. And actually what I thought was, oh, this is so wonderful. Two months, God really changes me. Of course, not, you know, not perfectly, but, you know, huge improvement. I can just do this to all the areas of my life, two months, and I'll be free of this new area. So I started truth joining about food, and that did not take two months. It took about a few years. <laughs> I only truth thrown on and off. So I realized some things are easier than others to get over with, but that's kind of how I got started. And I just really loved it. I loved that time with God. I truth journal. I talked to God about what he was you know, revealing truth-wise. It was just a really nice time of fellowship with God. Mm, amen. Amen. You know, I, I know that there are people out there also that, you know, are listening to your story and they're saying, you know, that's me and I, I need help, you know, and, and, and I'm trusting God that as they're listening to this, I'm trusting God that he would be joining their hearts to the place where, you know, they, they begin to see that the word of God is rich and, and is, is strong, sharper than any two-edged sword, and it can break away old habits and replace new ones. You know, I, I remember even in my life, there was a point where I was really frustrated uh, with, you know, people, um, you know, my husband, people, more people than than my husband. And, and I, as I was pastoring with, alongside my husband, one of the things that, you, you know, it was really frustrating to try to be what people wanted me to be. Um, not necessarily their fault, but me, because I began to, you know, embrace the words of people as the word of God, you know, and, and, and so I began to be, you know, torn, you know, from one person to the other. And, you know, it got to a point where it became so hard for me. I got to a, po- a point where I was tired of everything and I, I just wanted to, you know, God had to call me one, t- one time and he was like, I'd like you to, I think I must have been reading a book uh, from Joyce Meyer or something at the time. And, but I can't remember the details, but I remember God saying, write down all the lies and write down the truth. And, and I began to do that. And I, you know, I wrote, wrote down the worst case scenario and the, and the word of God, you know, that goes along with that. The process helped me a lot, but, but I'm, I'm so excited and fascinated by the way you coined out truth journaling. It's, it's a habit. It's a habit that people need to learn and, and it can just take them away. And it's, it's very exciting to see that two months after, you know, you, you start to see changes in your life and, and you start to understand God in a new way. Do you want to talk a little bit more about uh, weight loss? How does renewing your mind and, and weight loss, how does that come together? You know, how? Well, a lot of times the reason we feel like eating is because we're believing lies. Mm. So I might think, you know, one little cookie won't hurt or I deserve a donut or this will make me feel better or, you know, things like that. And because we believe those things, it makes us eat too much. Mm. So then when we change our beliefs, take off the lies and put on the truth, it actually changes our desires. Mm. And you'll have to truth journal the same things over and over again. Because I might be believing those things like right now, I might truth journal. And then once I truth journal and take on the truth, I don't have the desire to overeat anymore. But then, you know, four hours later, 
I might be believing the same lies. Mm-hmm. And that works for anything, not just weight loss, but can mm-hmm. work for, you know, resentment, trying to forgive somebody, insecurity, anything. Mm-hmm. And so we just keep taking those lies off, keep putting the truth on until eventually we hear the truth as soon as we hear the lie mm-hmm. and then eventually you won't even hear the lie anymore. Mm-hmm. So it takes time to do that you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like doing spiritual warfare mm-hmm. you know if you're in a, a huge battle mm-hmm. one battle is not going to do the trick you have to keep fighting for you know a long long time where if, if it's a short like if it's not a huge stronghold then you can get over things pretty quickly so it just kind of depends on how much of a stronghold something is in your life mm-hmm. i think eating takes a long time for a lot of people procrastination took a long time for me mm. insecurity has taken a long time mm-hmm. i've been truth drilling about that for the last oh six years on and off ever since i started my last blog mm. 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 amazing but for somebody else you know those things might take less time mm. just kind of depends on the person i think mm. and 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 i guess you mentioned something then you know about strongholds also i guess you know it depends on the level where it's at you know in the person's life because i find that you know sometimes you may not even think that it's uh you know a lie um you know sometimes for example when if if let's assume someone is in a difficult marriage that you know things are hard or you're you're in a relationship with a a boss you know a relationship at work where you know this person is just difficult um you know it's a little hard i mean it can even get really hard to be able to convince that person that they are the ones that need to work on themselves and renew their mind and not this other person that is, you know, mean to them at work, because I've been in that situation before, that while I was going through the process of, you know, being, you know, having somebody that was extremely critical, you know, to me at work, I always thought the guy was the problem. I, I didn't see it as an attack. I didn't see it as a struggle, you know, spiritual struggle. I just saw the guy as the mean guy. And what did I do? Why, why is he, you know, mean to me? And those were the questions that were going on in my mind. And, and so I, I, I find that even to get someone to a point where they begin to realize that they need a change, you know, they are the one that need a change is, it's a little hard. I don't know if you want to add, you know, what, what would, someone, you know, how would if so somebody is listening right now and all they're thinking about is the fact that the other person is the problem. How do we get them to, you know, oh. to, to <laughs> see that they need to renew their minds first? Okay. Well, that's a great question because that's exactly how I felt when I first started renewing my mind about my husband, about my marriage. I totally thought he was the problem. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my future mm-hmm. entries had things like, this isn't fair and I can't believe he did that and you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing and I'll just say right here my husband mm-hmm. is a great person he was a great person back then too so mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a terrible person mm-hmm. but I was focused on his fault mm-hmm. and I had a natural um, habit mm-hmm. of being a critical person so I'm of course if I'm a critical person I'm going to focus on his fault mm-hmm. so I tried changing them for maybe about 20 years mm-hmm. or <laughs> oh, you know, at least 15 years and it just didn't work he wasn't changing mm-hmm. so I would say to that person first of all how well has been working mm-hmm. for you to try and ch- change the person who's messed up you know that doesn't always work okay so we can we can say things a few times or 
you know, I could go to a media or whatever, but the bottom line is we're all sinners. None of us change as fast as others would like us to change Mm -hmm. um, for various reasons, Mm -hmm. but we can change ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when I started working on renewing my mind, I felt really terrible being so angry with him. I didn't have outbursts or say anything. I was Mm -hmm. more the silent, angry type, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know, I didn't want to keep thinking ill of him. So I wanted to get rid of that annoyance, Mm. okay? It didn't work to change him to be the type of person so that I was no longer annoyed with him. And Mm. I don't even know if that was possible because I got annoyed too easily. Mm. But every time I renewed my mind, I just felt so peaceful. I felt super loved by God. Mm. And it was worth it just to experience the peace. Mm. Mm. So I know it takes a little bit of, it takes some time and effort to, to learn how to do it. Some people, it comes really easy. Mm. Others take a little more time. I actually have videos on my website. Mm-hmm. If you go to the Renew Your Mind tab and the Renewing the Mind tools, I'll have videos on how to truth journal. Mm-hmm. You can look at that and, and some other blog posts, but it's it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can't remember if I asked you question. Oh, what I kept realizing though, you know, I started out thinking he's the bad guy. Mm. Almost every time I truth journal, I realized my own sin too. Mm. And it was recognizing mm. my own sin of resentment and, um, you know, thinking all these horrible thoughts about him. That made me repent mm. and made me be more compassionate with him. Mm. Um, I'm not sure quite how to explain that, but it's just seeing my, it's like before I was like, okay, you're the bad guy, I'm the good guy. And after I truth journal, I realized, you know what? We're both bad guys. We're both good guys. Mm. And I could focus more on the good things in him, mm-hmm. accept what I never, accept what I needed to accept as far as the not so good things, mm-hmm. or at least in my mind, mm-hmm. we're not so good, mm-hmm. not necessarily sinful. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Very good. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and I think, you know, the fact that, you know, we bring the word of God into into a situation, the word of God is powerful on its own and, and it has a way of breaking, you know, chains in our own lives. And when we, I, I think, you know, as you're talking, one of the things that was coming to me is the fact that, you know, the fact that I'm surrendering to the word of God is is I'm choosing to trust God that I don't have the you know the right the control I don't have the final say his word has the final say and so I bring the word of God into my situation you know my relationship and I I begin to say you know whatever your word says Lord is what I'm going to believe and that's what I'm going to live by and and that alone brings the power of God into your you know into your heart and and I think that's what renews the mind and and I believe also that you know you know I I was doing a study recently on this renewing the mind and all that and I saw I saw this uh, lady I actually, you know, uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she, she talks about the fact, I think she's a neuroscientist, yeah, something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. talks about how, you know, the, the brain, the brain develops, you know, some really bad, you know, uh, framework. I don't know what works she uses, but, you know, your brain actually can change after you begin to think good. You know, after you begin to, you know, think if you're used to the negative thoughts, it changes after a while, you know, if you just keep doing it. And before you know it, you know, the, the abundant life of Christ begins to, ex- you know, be your experience in, in every area that you 
expose the word of God to. So yeah, I know you also have um, books that you've written. You have your blog and um, you also have a free app. You want to talk about that? What's yeah, that? Yeah, that's What's it's that called for? I Deserve a Donut and it's a free Android and iOS app. And it's got questions that will help you renew your mind. So questions and Bible verses. So it's directed towards people who want to lose weight, but you could just, you could use it to break any habit or you could also use it just like to mm. work on letting go of your negative emotions. So for the emotions, like I'll have, a, okay. I have, I think four different types of insecurity questions. I have anger, worry, envy. So you just look at the little app and, you know, you push on whatever you think you need and then I'll ask questions. So the questions you can either write down the answers in your journal. Mm-hmm. I think that's super helpful, more helpful than doing it in your mind. But you can also do it in your mind. If you do it in your mm-hmm. mind, then I would just kind of talk the answers over with God. When I'm writing them down in my journal, I'll usually write the answers mm-hmm. down and take breaks to talk to God. But it's just kind of questions that will help point out the lies you're believing and um, help you get a biblical perspective of life. That's what the most questions are like. And the Very eating good. questions yeah. are questions that will help you not want to overeat or if you have a bad habit not want to do your habit. You just have to adjust the questions a little bit mentally to work on um, bad, breaking bad habits, but they'll work for that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Very good. So I'll re- recommend that app for everyone to get. I, I deserve a donut. It's on Android and uh, iOS um, platforms. So you can get it and for uh, getting the word of God to renew your mind, you know, for weight loss, specifically and for breaking different habits you know so please go there and and download um i deserve a donut yeah you wanted to say something oh you'll also work for letting go of negative emotions so negative worry and the insecurity and i have a bunch of bible verses too for each negative emotion so you can either you know work on answering the questions or you can just ignore the questions and you know, use the Bible verses to meditate on and pray through. Either one's helpful. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's it's very interesting that, you know, as Christians, sometimes we may even not, you know, we take work seriously, we take studies seriously, but sometimes it's, you know, it's you had hardly find somebody taking, you know, renewing your mind like a, a job that you have to do. But if you don't do it, you know, that's when the, the you know, the, the thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. But the life that Jesus came to give us is abundantly available for us, but we have to walk and, and, and take it. So I really appreciate, you know, the time we've had to talk. I, I ask you to, you know, to just say what a prayer as we wrap it up. And, uh, and, and just remember, you know, there are some people that, you know, are struggling with different habits right now, especially as we're looking at habits this month on my pod, uh, podcast. I'd like you to just, you know, say a word of prayer over all that and uh, end our time together today. Sure. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on this podcast and for all the people who are listening today who are struggling with different things. They might feel like they'll never get over them or might be feeling discouraged or despair. Father, I pray for um, everyone who's listening and, and for Olu and I as well, that you would help us to 
glorify you with our lives, that you'd help us to break the habits that you want broken, that you'd help us to let go of our negative emotions, to hold all your gifts with open hands, and to be accepting towards others and patient and loving, Lord. And um, I just pray for whatever we need in our lives to make that happen. Thank you for your truth that sets us free and thank you for how you give us wisdom when we come to you for help. And thank you for this podcast in Jesus name. Mm. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Barbara. And, uh, look forward to having you some more time on the podcast and, uh, God bless you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks for listening to this episode of like Jesus podcast. Don't forget to head over to olusabanjo.com for more useful resources. While you're there, please leave me a message. I really want to hear from you. It helps to know what topics you would love to hear more about. And if you found this on iTunes or any other podcasting platforms, please take two minutes to review the podcast. It would help other people like you to find the show. All right, it's your turn to go impact someone with what you've got. Bye for now.